get cleaned out to What's up everyone? Welcome to Two Frames, Two Fools, our special edition Fast and Furious series. I'm Dylan, I'm here with Henry, and our our specialty specialist in the Fast and Furious franchise, Matthew Manville. Boys, how you doing? How is everyone on this beautiful, sunshiny day? I'm doing great. I feel like I'm on a, a shock jock radio or something. <laughs> That's my intent. Are you guys acting a fool? Always. Are, are you too fast? Are you too furious? <laughs> well, uh, All right. if you don't already know by now, listener, uh, this is Frames and Fools. Uh, I'm Dylan. Yeah, get with it. <laughs> I'm Henry. Uh, and with us today, as I said before, we have Matt with us. Uh, how are you, Matthew? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside for the first time in a while. So, Where are you recording from again? Let the folks at, at home hear you. Uh, Kansas. Um, and 10 days ago, it was negative 17. And today it's 70. So I don't know how to explain that <laughs> one. Actually, I do. <laughs> That's a pretty easy one to explain. Who are we kidding? That is some whiplash. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. That is 87 degree temperature difference. Good God. This week, as I'm sure you could tell by our title, we watched Too Fast, Too Furious, Too fast. starring Paul Walker, Tyrese Gibson, and Ava Mendez, directed by John Singleton. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into it, we like to do a little thing here on Frames and Fools called Movie Moments. And if you don't have one, it's okay, because uh, I don't really have one either. We can just uh, move on to the good stuff. If you want to uh, Matthew, do you have anything? Uh, closest thing I'd have was literally the walk I just got back from with my oh, dog. Incredible. I just had like some music in. It was, you know, the sunshine, like I said, it's, it's new spring nice. feeling. Uh, it mm-hmm. was really nice and just kind of felt like a really happy montage. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Sounds beautiful. Um, I've maybe got one. Uh, me and my roommate have been doing, uh, forgive me if I've already said this before, but we've been doing these like no tech nights. Uh, where we like turn our phones off, we don't use the TV, we can only listen to like the radio or records or whatever, and just play board games. Um, Do you guys use candles? I've I've been meaning to ask if you guys like no, turned off the not, heat. It's not no electricity. No. I mean, no, fuck you. I flip the big switch. It's an analog night. All right, dickheads. Oh, analog. Okay. <laughs> nice. It's an analog night. Uh, anyway, we've been you know playing board games. We play dominoes. But the thing is, is that. Uh, because we don't have our phones, we don't have like a regular clock in the house, as I'm sure many a many a millennial or Gen Zer would like not have clocks in their house because they have their phones. They've got all sorts of shit. Um, so the last two nights, we've just been f- like we're in a goddamn casino, and it it ends up being like <laughs> two or three a.m. and we're like, holy fucking shit! Like you're twenty k under. <laughs> you're shaking. <laughs> just the like ashtrays full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it feels like a casino in my home on on uh, Friday nights. Smoke fills the air. No clocks. We're betting. Turn up. Betting big dollars, big doilers. <laughs> big <laughs> yeah. dollars. <laughs> yeah, big doilers. Um, a lot of money flying over the table in your living room. Lots of money. Lots. <laughs> the of house money. always wins. Yes, literally. So we always yeah. win. No big deal. 
Uh, Henry, you got something good for us right now? I do actually. I was I was ruminating while you were both talking. Um, yesterday, this is going to come out later, but yesterday, uh, Daft Punk released a cryptic video titled "Epilogue in the Morning," um, announcing their uh, their breakup, their split after 28 years of uh, bummer. You know, sort of being leaders in the dance music genre and just music in general. Um, I heard about it like pretty early on in the day, but I don't know. I, I didn't, it didn't like, I didn't think about it. I don't listen to Daft Punk like every day. So I was just like, Oh damn, that's interesting. End of an era. And then I got around to watching the actual video at night and, um, I was already like sad. So I was kind of primed for it, but it just hit harder than I thought it would. The video, you got to watch it, but it's, it's, it's touching in this sort of artsy way. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I just thought about, um, yeah, like Daft Punk and how, you know, they did the Tron Legacy soundtrack and that was super badass. And I saw that in theaters with my dad and that was just awesome. Um, Dylan, you have the vinyl, which you sent me a picture this morning. You still have it. Um, before we were roommates. Oh my God, they were roommates. Um, I remember <laughs> being in your room and like laying on the ground listening to that vinyl. Um, Random access memories. Random Access Memories, yes, specifically. Um, their multi-Grammy Award winning album. It's a banger, from man. 2012, 2013. Yeah. Uh, 2013, shit. I think. Yeah, that's fucking old so, now, man. So good. Um, Holy The shit. record with Get Lucky and a couple of other... You um, could not escape that song in 2013. It was fucking is, everywhere. It's kind of cool. Like It's one of those things where I like that I can say, oh, 2006, crazy, Gnarls Barkley. You know, yeah. uh, 2008, Dynamite, Tayo Cruz. Like... I like that there are songs that specifically just sort of hijack the airwaves for ungodly amounts of time. I feel like that hasn't, I mean, it, maybe it has, but maybe it's just more vivid in my memory, but I feel like that hasn't happened in a while. The the, the songs go so quickly. Like that, that Daft Punk song in 2013 was like three months during the summer. It w- mm-hmm. just wouldn't go away, but like WAP was for like a month and then it yeah. went away and it was like, and it happens fast too, because I remember being in Santa Fe and like Uptown Funk was everywhere for a while, oh and that God. kind of turned into its own thing, right? Like there was like this era, you know, that wasn't that long ago where that was kind of the case, and now it, you're right, it it, it blows up. Maybe like, we're just old. I think I think we might just be old. We might just be old. Like right now, driver's license is huge, but I guarantee you, give it you know three weeks and it'll be something else. Anyway, I don't even know what the song is that you just said, so uh, I think I'm just old. <laughs> yeah, I know of it, and I hear covers of it online. On TikTok, but I've not Matt? actually on TikTok. To it. Yeah. On TikTok, yes, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I gotta stay connected somehow. Uh, speak. <laughs> I'm not gonna be the old geezer that has no idea what's going on. I'm at least gonna it's a try. Strategy. You know, I, I applaud it. <laughs> Speaking of music that defines something, uh, Too Fast Too Furious, great soundtrack. They always have great soundtracks. They um, stepped it up for this one, or maybe my tastes were just I didn't like the specific like era that the first one was sort of. I mean, Ludacris uh, is great. Though. With. Ludacris, Ludacris is, is great, great, and yeah. like they, I think they just uh, aged better. I think Ludacris's flow uh, isn't as of its time that uh, what do you call it? Ja Rule's was like I was getting mm-hmm. uh, early Kanye vibes. I don't know where uh, Ludacris is from, but. I would not be shocked to hear Chicago because 
It's good shit. Wow. Uh, I want to start us off by a question that I found on Google uh, when Ooh. I searched this movie, Too Fast, mm. Too Furious. Uh, you know, they have the Google is it suggested how fast questions. Did they go? No, no. You how know fast the... is too fast? No, 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 no. Uh, you know, they have the suggested <laughs> questions and they keep going longer and longer and longer if you click yeah. on more of them. I found one about three down that asked, How much is 35 large? That was... I Googled that. That might have <laughs> oh been me. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Okay. I thought the same thing. It was like, How much is 35 large? Is well, that 35,000? Yeah, I thought that's thirty five thousand. But then when I saw like the wad of cash, I'm like, that's not thirty five thousand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Matt, how much is thirty five large? Yeah, I would think thirty five thousand. I right? thought so too. And then it's, I saw it the looks wad, like a small wad of and cash. I was like, that's wait. No. Did anybody you get know? a? Di- I think he. I think he was adding five grand. I think they already had a pot established somewhere and then he was just adding it did anybody get I, I the answer though it. how much is 35 it's, it's 35 did anybody 000. get that answer okay yeah it's thirty five thousand. i'm googling it again so they can get more data on that uh <laughs> i i thought the other one that people might be googling would be uh, i hit a wall going a buck 20 <laughs> he hit a wall at 120 miles an hour are you serious That's why he didn't drive anymore matt until the later movies <laughs> that's yeah, but like Dom told the story in the last movie about his dad crashing at 120 and burning alive. <laughs> it's like, well, why does why does Ludacris just get to walk around like not even a limp? Maybe it was like a glance, <laughs> an oblique. Like, well, he kind of does walk. He's got like the early 2000s sort of like uh, sag duck walk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, if you yeah, were like, like, you know, he's also point. hiding an injury, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Um, well, I want to say though, I think this movie, based on what you're saying, I had a wall at at a buck fifty, uh, or whatever he says, twenty, uh, buck twenty. Um, I think ever everyone always says like, yeah, buck fifty, you're dead. Everyone always says like the old movies are really focused on street racing, and I beg to differ. I think the first one is the only one about street racing, and then Too Fast, Too Furious, lift off, baby, into the atmosphere of craziness, uh, because. Uh, they drive a car onto a boat, uh, and like, <laughs> yeah. It's but cool. I mean, this movie has nothing to well, do with racing. The, I mean, it, it's funny. It it had it tried to capture that um, iconic street race from the first one, right? Which was, I don't think it's a drag race, but it's it's a straightaway, right? It's so and then in this bad. one, they change it up by adding all turns. these turns, and it's basically Need for Speed. It basically becomes, you know. A video game. Um, was the budget for this one less because the race scenes looked worse? It was double. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I have problems with that first race. It is the first race from the first movie. Yeah. I, okay, I have a differing <laughs> opinion here. I don't think it's better. I don't think it's better than the first race. But I think the racing in this movie does slap. Regardless, the racing of the slaps. First one. No, the ra- the don't racing get me wrong. Is fun. The car action in this is fucking awesome, and there's a lot more of it, and it is breathtaking. And my favorite shots, I'll say, are the ones where it's a helicopter shot, and you see them actually blasting through traffic, and it's just undeniably awesome. Um, But I think Matt had it right when he said they're trying to do the one from the first one, but make it better. And yeah. they lost something. I don't know what it is, It's but it's in the style, right? Because it's more expensive, for sure, but it looks worse because i think it's spread out over a more insane sequence maybe i don't know tell us why matt (laughs) 
I think it all has to do with, honestly, the lead up it's to the so race. It's so short and weird. Well, it's that, but also they're just, they're just sitting yeah. there. They're just in the street. They're just sitting there. No one's like, like in the first race in the first movie, everyone's like pulling up and they're blocking yeah, off cool. roads and they're yelling at the pizza guy and everyone's just getting there and getting as hype as possible as fast as yeah. they can because yes. it's illegal. And this one, they're just kind of sitting around waiting for Brian well, to drive up. <laughs> and you have Brian as an audience surrogate in the first one. You have an outsider that you get to attach yourself to that you see practicing and fucking up and then approaching this new world. And they introduce you to this world through him. So you see it through his eyes mm-hmm. as this outsider. And I, you know, it. in a weird way, I'm grateful for the second one because it makes me appreciate the first because I didn't realize all of the stuff happening, building up to it that did such a good job of like, you know, he's got the car, but does he have the skills? He's got the nit- the nitrous, but can he use it well? Plus uh, it had fucking, you know, Vin and everyone else, but... I think this movie is, um, weirdly enough, I remember this one a lot more vividly than I remember the first one for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's because me and Matt went on like a, we start, we start watching all of them. And I remember this one because it was so bad. And I actually think this is the worst one in the franchise, uh, right now, currently as we, as we stand. (laughs) I I I was gonna get there. You you were sounding like you were leaning into a lot of praise, and then you just you swerved. High hopes. Then for the rest of this, I'm very very excited to hear that because I remembered this as being god awful. I had a great time. It's, it was well, insane, and it felt like a departure, but it was a lot more coherent for some reason, and a lot more enjoyable than I remembered it being. I mean, here's the thing. I think this is the worst one of the franchise, but. If I'm going to get drunk and watch one of these, I think this might be the one because it is so weird and the bad guy is so bad and Eva Mendez is terrible in this. Like she is like a cardboard cutout of a human being (laughs) and it's, I I don't know. makeup though. No, no, yeah, no. I mean, she looks, I'm sorry, she looks great, (laughs) but she, she, a lot of people are cardboard cutouts in this one, but, uh. I think I would get drunk and watch this one because it is so weird and there's the cringy dialogue, uh, smack that ass. That's one of my favorite ones. When she, in the first oh, race, when she, <laughs> when she zooms past the guy, uh, what's his name, and she says, smack that ass. And I was like, what? Who is writing this? This is incredible. <laughs> I got I to gotta say, this is the only one that I had seen once. All of the other ones, I've gone back and watched them again because there's something mm-hmm. about them. This one, I saw it once and thought, "I'm not, I'm not gonna go there again." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got at this point eight other movies Our, that yeah. I could watch if yeah. I want this. I mean, this. Feeling. I do think it's fun though. It's like just, it's still fun. I think that's the wildest bit about it. Yes, there's there's there is good stuff to it. Um, but it makes me excited for the rest because if this is the bottom of the barrel, I, I like the barrel. Well, I don't That's... know because the last time I watched Tokyo Drift, I was excited to like hate watch and expect it to be kind of bad, but fun bad. And I just thought it was bad and I didn't have any fun with it. <laughs> That's that's more where I live with this one. Though. Yeah, well, I had fun bad with this yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't get as much fun out of this. I just get more frustrated. Okay, why? What's the frustration? <laughs> uh, 
Man, okay. The the scene where they are in that weird club with the tall chairs. <laughs> the weird chairs. <laughs> yes, the weird thin chairs. The weird fuzzy so thin shitty. chairs. That's that's really great. I love to hate yeah. that one. But then they go in that back room and do that weird rap torture scene with the yeah. detective. And it. I just feel like I, I went to the bathroom and came back and realized I'm sitting in the wrong theater. <laughs> In that scene. And watching it a second time, even yeah. more so. Um, th- this scene doesn't belong in this movie. It takes a tonal, like, left hook. And you're like, wait, what? It's the tonal shift of, like, of Vin Diesel's monologue in the first movie. But it movie, doesn't. Where you're just like, oh. But it, but it's not as, it's, it's not good. Weird. When it kind of does the thing, I mean, if we're jumping ahead to the torture, it kind of does the thing with the bad guy where to make him scary, they show him doing something gross and cruel um he's not a scary guy and it has nothing to do with him (laughs) but the fact that he ordered it makes him scary you know what i mean like the the threat of him as a villain is there because he's like oh fuck he'll put a rat on you um but (laughs) but he himself by the way he looks like he's matthew mcconaughey's brother he looks like early 2000s like ramen hair matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey um, he is not uh, I, I had a thought watching it this last time for this, and one of my main frustrations with this movie is how little they managed to bring their setting into it. Miami? How is this guy not a, like, yeah, how is he not the Miami bad guy? How is he not the guy holding they all these parties? They to do it, but he's, they, like, put ki- the they, clothes they on They go him, places? And that's it. <laughs> They just go places, look at Miami, and then do their own thing. They never at any time interact with Miami or like yeah. are yeah. in it. They could it's be anywhere. Weird. They just show up somewhere and people are on jet skis and they're like, oh, that's cool. And then yeah, well, the, yeah, just the most, go have a conversation. Most Miami part of it was, yeah, they show up at that garage. They drop off the cars. The one mechanic's like, these things have GPS is hot wired as fuck. Um, and then they're like, cool, Incredible. can you do anything about it? I'll try. And then they turn and they go out to the pier and it shows all the ladies and they're like, ooh. And then it shows their actual angle and they're like looking at everything and they actually can't really see people that well. It, the, the cinematography it was, very funny was to me. like really kind of bad in this one. It like, was real bad. The shots were really yeah. weird. And I got to say, like, I mean, we have a lot more movies to watch, but I think this one might be the worst offender when it comes to sexism. <laughs> The first one's like kind of bad, but it actually aged a little bit better than I expected. This one is yeah. just shamelessly shitty to me. Did this uh, one poor Suki. Did this Suki. one not feel somehow more early 2000s than the first? That's like it feels what... like this one came out before yeah. the first one. And I don't I I couldn't tell you I was too small to like, you know, personally witness it, but I feel like I, I don't know, maybe like 2000 whenever this came out, 2004. Uh, two thousand three, two thousand three. Okay, still steeped in the early two. This is very much in early definitely. Um, but yeah, maybe I mean maybe that makes sense. Maybe because it came out later, it was more two thousands. But my God, it, it yeah, I, something about the way it was shot, something about the choices they made. Um, oh man, just to rag on the villain and the setting and basically all of it again. There's a shot where they show up to that back room, and the bad guy like lets them in the VIP area by like. Um, unclipping the velvet rope, but if you're watching it, the the poles that the velvet rope are hanging on 
are like five feet wide and the entryway to that place is like 10 feet wide and it just looks so stupid they're like <laughs> walk between these things like it's it's Come okay on, let them in yeah, yeah it's so it, it just looks cheap and and lame mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was i was really shocked when i looked up the budget for this movie and found out it had double the budget because it this whole movie feels cheaper think- to me and with the exception of the large crowds that they have. Yeah. And one, well, the massive, like the, the hundred car plan at the end. Uh, yeah. The whole end sequence, which we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, like if it weren't for those things, this movie would feel way cheaper. I think cheaper. they just skimped on like the actual scenes themselves. Like, I think they went out all out on the action scenes, but all the other stuff they just kind of skimped on was just like, mm-hmm whatever like one of my favorite parts in this movie actually is the uh roman brian wrestling little wrestling match that they have and it lasts so long and it's very actually reminiscent of lethal weapon i don't know if you guys have seen lethal weapon when uh mel gibson and danny glover are wrestling on the front lawn of somebody's house and the sprinklers go on and the cops show up and they all pull their guns and then they're like no 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 let them wrestle it out. Let them, let them wrestle it out. And they're just like <laughs> slapping bodies and like mud wrestling and stuff. And this scene is like <laughs> so uncomfortable. And and Brian is yelling, you fight like shit. You fight like shit. You still fight like shit. You still fight like shit. And like so starting with yeah. that, I, I was um, filming everything that felt, um, I forget how I described it to someone, but so macho it becomes homoerotic. Because uh, I think before the fight, either before or after, they get in each other's face and they're literally so close. I'm not kidding. Their noses touch three times. Yeah, yeah. And they're I filmed that because I was like, I was like, wow. And I texted someone. I was like, this is super gay. I love it. And then you're really like measuring. You found a, a measurable <laughs> thing about this. You're like, oh yeah, they touched their noses three times. That's definitely gay. <laughs> I have like 12 or so clips that I filmed to send to someone where I was like, I'm going to keep sending you every example I can of where they look at each other a certain way or they like they're walking along and Paul Walker's like, come here, buddy, and like grabs them and there's just like contact. This is queer cinema. I'm just going to say, I think this movie think so. is, yeah. I think when it when it shows up on streaming services, adventure slash action and then LGBT cinema, like, yeah. after yeah. it. Maybe that's why Ava Mendez is so just cardboard is she's not meant to be interesting. She's not meant to draw your eye. It's all about it's all about Roman. When Roman's jealous the whole time, he's like, Paul, what are you doing? We don't need her. I don't know. <laughs> that's a hot take. It's 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 <laughs> that true. this is gonna end up in, in the queer cinema category. <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't think suggestive cinema is enough to offset all of the other content that they put in this movie. Where <laughs> they're just like, we're not gay. Look, look at all the butts. butts. Look at all of it. Look at all the bikinis. <laughs> There's a lot of potential here, man. Oh, Lord. They say that like two or three times. Man, there's a lot of potential here. Okay, so <laughs> they're, they have a lot of bad banter. But what I will say is I think the high point of this movie is the banter between... Uh, Brian and Roman because sometimes it's actually really fucking good and Roman's really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Their friendship is 
very, very fun. And I mean, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Like I, I love the fact Like I would rewatch this with someone just to be like, all right, look at the way they look at each other. This is awesome. Like, this is really funny. <laughs> like, please like give it this chance, watch it through this lens. Um, I, yeah, I think they are like my favorite. And the fact that they make them this team where he's like, I'm not going to do it alone. I need a buddy. And then they show up and like everyone else has a buddy, like Fabio and whatever his name is. And then the two dudes that end up dying on the highway. Um, Cause they're super dead. Um, <laughs> really dead. I, I just like oh, that. It's the yeah. buddy system. I like that. It's this unspoken thing. The henchmen, there's two of them. Like everyone's paired up and there's so much physical contact. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think uh, Roman, uh, played by Tyrese, he, I think, shows Paul Walker up in almost every scene that he's in. I think this highlights how bad of an actor Paul Walker can be, this movie specifically. He's getting by on pure charisma and looks. And it's rough, man. Like, he is just squeaking by in some instances. (laughs) In a lot of the scenes, like, what I find likable about it mostly is that he looks like he's at least yes. having fun yeah. and in a lot of these scenes he's not enjoying himself i mean i don't know but you just don't get the vibe that he's actually well, I think that's why the, the buddy he's, scenes you know, work so well is because they play off each other and even when they're wrestling it's played off like you said they'll sort of lethal weapon like let them fight it out everything's got that <laughs> like buddy shit. edge to it and even when he's mad at him he does like the grab him in the headlock like what are you doing man like it's when they're having fun, you're having fun watching it. And then when they're in the cars and they're trying to show up each other, that just leads to some really cool, insane shit, like him driving backwards on the freeway, flipping them off. That was fun. It's just good stuff. Yeah, but that was fun. I, I had that yeah. thought where I was like, was, I was thinking about the thing you said last week about him being similar to Hayden Christensen and that he just has a bit more like joy behind his eyes. And that's what he it's can pull it off with yeah it's the charisma got, like, he's got it he's got the the it yeah. factor and boy does he yeah that is this movie in a nutshell mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um <clears throat> i uh, just kind of want to go back to the beginning racing scene uh there was one moment that i really liked uh the freeze frame on brian's eyes uh, right at the end. I don't know if you guys remembered this, but it like went like <laughs> and like cut in on his eyes and then it Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then it froze. You mean like when, when he's, he's getting, getting arrested, arrested by the future guns that they pull out. They just kind of haphazardly yeah. whip out and shoot at the cars. Oh yeah, I do have that written down. I have what the fuck was that push into Paul Walker's eyes? Yeah, I've got a I've got a problem with those future guns. Not that they exist, but when they show up in the <laughs> That's end. That's like Man, I hate those guns. They they pull me over all the time. <laughs> those stupid electro harpoons. I'm okay with him getting caught in the beginning. That's fine. That's the FBI or whoever it is that's actually he's actually working with. Uh, but then in the end, just the Miami like city police and their helicopter have that shit, <laughs> and it's like this is like some crazy high tech like brand new thing that the street racers don't know about. Why do Every, you all something? they all have it now? Every police department. They all got the the brand new stuff. I can't remember where I heard it, but I I heard something that new cars are manufactured with a certain like electronic kill switch in them that apparently police departments are going to have so that if they're in a car chase, rather than having a car chase, they can just just dial it into a specific vehicle and just shut it down, which in theory is nice because it's like car chases are super dangerous and they get innocent people hurt. But at the same time, it's like, ooh, 
I didn't sign up for that. Maybe don't so. car chase also. Yeah. yeah Maybe I mean, don't chase. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was thinking that this whole movie where I was like, this is so destructive and so dangerous. And, too fast, too furious, you know, man. Too fast, too furious. But like, I get, I get the, uh, you know, the people running away, but the fact that they're like, we have to chase them down. Like, they just, they have to send dozens and dozens and dozens of cars after, they must. you know, two dudes. That's like, the game, man. That's the yeah. game. I also, I, I kind of want to bring this up because I was thinking about it during the movie and I was talking to a friend of the pod, Nathan, who we just had on a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. He's a big fan of these movies as well. We'll have him on at some point. But something he brought up is like, he said like, I never know if anyone's a cop or not. And I kind of want to bring up the implications of like how these movies are like, Every single one of the movies is like the FBI comes in and is like, you're a criminal. Yes. And if you don't do what, what I tell you to do, you're going away for a long time. And I just like, it's so fucked up thinking about it just like in the real world. Well, and they recruit Rome by being like, bro, I'm not a cop anymore. And he looks over at the other guy. He's like, he's right. He doesn't have a badge. But they're still getting like forced into this by the FBI. Yeah. And we're yeah. supposed to be rooting for the FBI. And the part that I was like, come on, was at the end, they give him the three bags of money and the FBI is like, like, thank you for your, thank you for your help. And then out of the goodness of his heart, I guess, yeah, that was Rome weird. is like, here you go. I was like, don't do that. Like, Why did they didn't, he do that? They didn't need that. You know what's going to happen with that? It's going to go in an evidence locker and they're going to use it for some bullshit. Like, just keep that. Like, what is... No, he's out. He's outsmarting him. He knows they yeah, know what? how much money there is, or how big That's the bag fair. should That's be. Fair. What he pocketed, like a couple grand or something. What is he's got like three thousand dollars <laughs> to start the garage? They never Ever. open. <laughs> Well, apparently that's, I mean, based on what was in Ludacris's hand, that's probably like a couple hundred thousand because apparently <laughs> Sorry, yeah. 35 large fits 35 in the large. palm of your hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Henry. We do have to spoil. They never open never that happens. garage. They never what? talk about it. That garage, they, they at the end, they're like, oh, we're, let's open a garage in Miami with this money that we pocketed. I'm glad they happens. didn't. That'd be a dumb idea. But they like, never talk about all it. All of a sudden, either. they open a garage. They, it like, never comes up. Never comes up. I mean, up. that's in line, right? Like, that's you guys are talking about the writing now, of this and yes. how nothing's sacred. Like, they basically, you know, they could. They, but, they, but they constantly refer back to the. They want they to re- open a garage. They like refer like, back to older no, movies. No, not the garage. No, no. In number seven, they're like, man, yeah, we really they, should open that no. garage. No. <laughs> never. No, no, no. This is. A, okay. It, all of the movies do refer back to like pretty much all of the movies except for this one. Two is untouched. They never talk about that time they were in Miami or like it feels like a side mission. Like I don't even know this series that well, and I was like, it, either this is Indiana Jones where it's just the adventures of Paul Walker and he bounces around and none of it means anything, or you know this is an offshoot because it feels like. All of a sudden, he's in Miami doing a thing, and then they wrap it up nice and neat. Like, it, it felt detached. It's kind of like Escape from L.A. It's like, why is everyone talking about what Snake Plissken did in Cincinnati? That works. <laughs> you could just talk about what happened in New York in the movie we saw. Nah, man. 
it's got to be something you don't know about. But they, it's like it's it's like that where they just never talk about this mm. movie, and I feel like they have the opportunity to, but they never have like Roman and Brian. Yeah, they never talk about it. And Roman like keeps showing up, right? Hint at their past. Roman and Ludacris are yeah. a huge part of the rest of the franchise. They're like Excellent. the gang. Yes, I I I got a text. Yeah. Ja Rule's yeah, missing out from my friend that I was sending all of the <laughs> the clips to, and I was like. This is this is so gay. I love it. Um, Just wait. The their fiance is a big car person, so they text me the next day, and they're like, "Hey, he wants to know how do you feel about Ludacris?" And I was like, "Oh, he's great." <laughs> I was like, "I love the vibe. I love the fro. I wish he drove. I don't know why they gave him like the tragic, I hit a wall story. Um, I like the music better." <laughs> and uh, he's of the opinion, the fiance is of the opinion that uh, Ludacris is the best thing about this series. He's Discuss. one of the best. I, there's so many good things about the series. He's one of the best things about them. That makes me very excited. It, it would be very different if you mm-hmm. took him, him out. And, him and uh, Tyrese's like bond blossoms based on this first one. They become yeah. kind of buddies like they, and they play, chop, play uh, um, off each other a bunch. They become like this crazy team. It's it's fun. It's insane how good the chemistry is of the cast when they mm-hmm. get everyone yeah. together, considering how bad it is in this movie. <laughs> well, because I can't yeah, remember the interaction like, between Ludacris and Tyrese at all. I remember like it. At all, at all, except for the moment where he's like, hey, man, he needs to crash somewhere for a while. Can you have the bunk? And Ludacris looks at both of them. And he's like, he's not staying with you. And I was like, ooh. And then, and it meant nothing, but I read into it. Um, but that's the only moment I can think of Ludacris interacting with Roman, like at no, all. No, the the one part that I remember that sparked the flame in my head of like, oh, this is the beginning of such a great friendship, was uh, when they're playing poker and Ludacris wins all the money, and Tyrese is like, yeah, man, you get the money, dude. And then they like do like was, a high five was, and stuff. Tyrese wasn't even playing, right? Like, they're just watching the game. No, no, but he was just psyched about Ludacris. He was like, yeah, Ludacris got the money. You're a cool guy. And they do this, like, <laughs> handshake high five thing. I'm like, you guys are going to be best oh, friends. Oh, and he wins with, like, a royal flush. Like, the other dude has a great hand. And Ludacris yeah. is like, boom, here's this, like, incredibly rare hand. Fuck you. <laughs> Give me all the money. Yeah. I, I you know what I, what I think they try to do with this franchise and it dawned on me at the end, or it actually dawned on me when Paul Walker kisses Ava Mendez in like the the in the boathouse. I think they tried to turn this movie into like a, a Paul Walker James Bond with cars. Yeah, like Paul Walker James Bond. It, they they wanted it to be like an episodic, unconnected, like loosely, you know, like basically cool. Indiana Jones, but like a street racer. I don't think Paul Walker is the guy to do that though. That could have been no. Cool. And yeah. I think like people responded with that. Like I don't think I don't know what this made or what like the. Um, it made like you guys fifty kind million of, or something. You were hinting that they they like Tokyo Drift was sort of a course correct because this didn't really perform how they wanted. Yeah, it made the exact same amount as the first movie, which is bad Ooh, considering bummer. they doubled the budget. Yeah, that's rough. I huh. I gotta say though, I do like the cars in this one more. I think that I, I just like fucking juiced up flashy shit um, <laughs> and the cars are wild. I think Roman's car is just the worst I love it thing. the blue fucking Mitsubishi <laughs> the, the, the print the, like yeah, the, the pattern, pattern on the grid it just makes just, me uncomfortable yeah, exactly yeah it makes me uncomfortable too it's it's almost like the uh, the dazzle camouflage they had on battleships in World War 2 like I have like a visceral reaction to it yeah. I'm like huh yeah. no I, <laughs> I wish uh, 
Suki was a better character and was played by a better actor. I'm really sorry, whoever uh, was you, that was played by, uh, mm. because I really dug her car. And the character could have been really cool, but she's just like has these really weird, uncomfortable lines. She also says them weird. Yeah. This movie treats her like furniture, and it's so upsetting. She is just there drawing, and people are like, "She just draws. She's good at it. She just sits around and does things." Like this, like she's just belongs to this garage and is like their their cat or something. (laughs) It's super weird, and I I really despise it. Henry said it. This is the definition of two thousands girl power in movies. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's like the the early two thousands or nineties. I can't remember which one, like Charlie's angels or things like that, where it's, it's checking the boxes and it's like, look, she's awesome at these things. Or like, you know, she's one of the boys or she can hang. She says, she says masculine catchphrases. Yeah, and it's, it's like bend it's, over. Um, for I don't know, like kind of pu- maybe pushing it for the time, but it like, we, this is we, actually... we blew past it like really quickly. You know what I mean? Like now we look at it, it's like, ow. This was written by dudes. This was the first or second movie that she was ever in. Um, I, and I it's kind of weird, kinda, though, because because like Letty is actually cool in the Does first she come one. Back? She's not. Yeah, she comes back later. But like she's not like the best written character, but she's actually kind of cool. And it seems like they like tried to do that with Suki and then just like wrote two things down on a piece of paper and we're like yeah i guess that's fine <laughs> i don't i don't really want to spend time on it yeah she can draw and she makes oh, an angry shit. face hey pink. guess who she's related to in real life Urgh. steve aoki yeah interesting apparently she's having a moment on instagram that's what my girlfriend she's says. having a moment on instagram <laughs> all right yeah, like she's kind of blowing okay, up. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, so. um, cool, 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 yeah, cool, good for her. Cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, some of the the shitty highlights in this movie for me, uh, the stare down that he does with uh, Ava Mendes oh, in the car. <laughs> the weird, yeah, dude. I wrote that down. What the fuck it's was so that? Funny. <laughs> it's psychotic. And it's so weird. It, <laughs> the stare and drive, as uh, Roman calls it's it. It's one thing for your character to have a death wish, but... To include someone that's... else in it and to make that the sexy thing. It, well, well, okay, the funny thing is, in a weird way, I've seen this in movies, like, I think about it all the time when people are driving in movies and they're, you know, acting poorly and they're, you know, looking over at the person in the passenger seat and they're like, so what do you mean? And they're like, And they're just looking way too much not at the road. I think about it all the time. And this is one of the first movies where they drew attention to the fact that the character's not looking at the road and somehow knows exactly where to stop. Also, weird progression. He's constantly called a terrible driver throughout the first movie. <laughs> yeah, reckless. And now he's yeah. the best. Well, no, I mean, he's... He's, he's got yeah, a heavy foot. Right. Oh, yeah. Somehow he's turned into the fucking legend that shows up at the race and they're like, former oh, cop. Brian. Also... I hate that it's like, oh, it's Brian, yeah. you know? Well, I also, um, I, I love his introduction because it's so shitty. He's like, hey, Brian, you well, you want it in this race? And he's like putting his shirt on. He's like, oh, uh, shit, yeah, I need the money. And then he just leaves and it's like, why don't you give him like a little bit of an introduction? Like, you know, he's writing a book or something or like, I don't know, give him something to be doing <laughs> other than just sitting in his house. 
not being cool. He's in hiding. No lights on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. He's in hiding. Um, are you guys familiar with the the poster? Like, we... Can you picture it or <laughs> no. pull it up? Yeah, um, I'm looking at it right now. I was really confused when I went to watch this because I was like, oh, they replaced Paul Walker because I don't know who he looks like on the poster, but the way they did the lighting and the editing does not look like Paul Walker whatsoever. There's one shot in this movie where he looks like that. Yeah. He looks like Paul Walker. It's when he goes to get Roman for the first time and he's watching the uh, that demolition mm-hmm. derby from the stands. And then like when he gets a, when Roman gets out of the car and like makes eye contact with him, there's a close up on him. And I think the lens was distorted or something, but he looks really <laughs> weird. Like he looks like um is Luke Evans who I'm thinking of? I think I it's Luke Evans. Yeah, he's yes, a you he know, looks like white dude. Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. He literally just looks like yeah, white dude of the week. Like it just I don't know. I think he looks like Paul Walker. I, I mean I could see I was how just it thrown. For a second, boring. I was like, wait a second. I, I got the wrong one. I think this Ludacris movie, looks great on the poster. I think this movie does have some of the best uh, Paul Walker yelling moments. Um w- one of my favorite Paul <laughs> yeah. Walker movies is Timeline, and there's some like incredible uh Paul Walker yelling and like we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And just like all this kind of weird stuff. Uh one of my favorites, he's got the you fight like shit. You f- you still fight like shit line. But there's also the one where they, uh, with the two goons, right? At, at, at the, the boat. boat. The goons are the They about, all yeah. pull guns on each other, and Paul yes. Walker just yells, I'll shoot the shit out of him. I'll shoot the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so chaotic. Everything is so chaotic about the, the hand-to-hand combat. It does not look choreographed or safe. or It just seems, it looks feels uncomfortable. Well, because he, like... I can't remember which one of them it is. I think it's Paul Walker, but somebody ends up like bending the guy's hand back yeah. and they're yeah, both yeah. still holding the gun. And it's that whole scene. I mean, I maybe it's successful because it made me really nervous and uncomfortable. I think Paul Walker in, in those situations has a chaotic energy about him and it does make it kind of uncomfortable. You're like, I yeah. don't know what this guy's going to do. He's saying weird shit. <laughs> well, it's the crazy eyes. Remember in the first one when he loses the race, but it like, he stops and he's like, it's the ADR breathing, but he's going like, and his eyes are just like sparkling with chaos. It's that energy. He's got the crazy eyes. It's, it's, it's his NOS. It's his internal NOS. It's why, it's why, why we're here, though, is for those yeah. moments when the director got that take and thought, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got That'll it. do it. <laughs> Speak, Let's continue on. of that scene at the boat. I would stay on that for a little bit when uh, Ava Mendes shows up. My initial thought was, why is she wet? Did she swim all the way to this boat? <laughs> or is there a cut They were following scene? me. I had to jump in the river to get them off my scent. It was so weird. I was like, one, how'd you get on the boat? And two, why are you all wet? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Um, is this the time to talk about the, like, the final plan at the the place with the garage doors sure i mean unless we don't want to talk about that (laughs) i just (laughs) (laughs) i just like a good we got the whole gang together moment even like the the guys they race against and you know it's just joyous 
It was ridiculous and joyous. It's, and big. I think Matt has a logistics question about this. That might be my same question. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun, but they didn't solve their problem of being chased by the police. They just got two other people arrested mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. That was my yes. initial thought. The cops, the, the local police are not working with whatever people, you know, Brian is working mm-hmm. with clearly. Otherwise this wouldn't be a problem that they have to deal with. So they don't care who's driving the cars. Well, Whoever's driving the cars is who did they, it. They got, they ditched those cars. And the whole reason we had the like, um, tag team race in the middle to get the muscle cars was because they needed something that wasn't being tracked by customs. But then the I cars that are being that, tracked yeah. are being chased by the Metro police. I didn't even think about and it though. Customs still ends up like finding them because they hand over the evidence and they do the whole thing. And it, but yeah, the police have never seen Tyrese or Paul Walker. Yeah. Right. They don't know what they look like. Yeah. Or so what those when, cars are. Right. No, they do know the cars. They're just chasing the cars. Is what Matt's trying. Okay. To say. Okay. Okay. And yeah, when yeah, yeah. Ludacris yeah. and and what's her name come out, the cops don't know that they're not the wrong people. Yeah, they think that they're the people running away <laughs> that they've been chasing and just like destroying. Oh, yeah, and I love that he's like, "You guys owe me," and I'm like. You're going gonna, to jail, homeboy. Yeah, you're going to jail. Like, I, yes, he. I mean, also, there's a cop taking your statement, and you're getting on the phone and on saying, the radio. You owe me? Yeah, he still had the radio. And he's you like, owe me you for owe this, me, bro. I did you a solid. Like, ooh. <laughs> oh my god, I love ridiculous. it. I, a question I also had when they do all the when they get the gang together was. Are these racers getting like a cut of the pot or something? Because like if I was a street racer and they were like, hey, uh, you want to possibly get arrested? I'd be like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. I did try to think about like, because this is like low key, you know, Gandalf riding off and coming back with the rest of the Rohirrim, right? Yeah. Um, Except street racing. And I was trying to picture that too. It's like, how did you convince these people? And I think it's literally just... You know, I think we said something in the first one, how people just do shit because they're like stoked to do it. And all these people show up to these races because they're like, they just want a piece of that like energy. They they want the, yeah, I don't know. But you just tell people, yeah, show up. Or like the people whose sole job it is to open the garage doors. Are they jumping in a car and getting away too? Or are they just stuck there? Like, how does it, I don't know. Lots of questions. The streets always win. <laughs> that that is the answer to every movie. The streets always win. Power to the people. It's the streets. Un- it doesn't matter the logistics; they'll figure it out. They're scrappy. They're the streets. They're the people. I mean, if the streets always win, Tyree should have taken the three bags of fucking money and not the three thousand dollars in his pants. I can't get over that. Yeah, wait, Matt. So you implied that they they know how much money and that it was some sort of test. Are you? Is that something? I I don't know. I'm just I I'm assuming that because it sounded like they oh, didn't oh, know oh. and Tyrese just what? Uh, actually, they might know because there was that detective lady that was living at the trailer park that was yeah, watching true. them load the bags of money oh. into the car. So she saw yeah. that they did six bags of money. Well, just put. They would have figured that out eventually. They would have put that together. Also, that actor, I love the like three shots that she's in. She she's owns really them. <laughs> really made a meal out of it. 
really mean. Yeah, it's just it, she was just like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm getting a character. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm be gonna this character. Do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> she really did her job much better than a lot of like the main cast. So, um, I don't quite remember the actual shot in the movie, but I do have written down um, that extended beatdown of the henchman was interesting. Extended um, beatdown of the henchman. I can't remember who it was, but there was like an uncomfortably oh, no, long. No, I know it's after down. the boat scene, right? Or no, yes. not the boat scene. But around that time. No, 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 no. It's when right at the end when they all uh, they they're driving away and they yeah. finally get the gun out of the guy's hand and then they curb stomp this fucking dude for like yeah three they minutes. They beat the <laughs> fuck out of him for an uncomfortably long amount of time. I remember in my room, I was like, oh, oh. Uh, 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 like long enough that I reacted well, like I had an extended I think he's dead hurt really hurt maybe dead maybe dead we'll say maybe dead it just didn't feel on brand it felt like like I don't know do, do, the, do we kill people yeah. in this franchise I haven't gotten a, a grasp on that yet oh I th- I mean at a certain point they, they, they do they yeah must, they kill people just by <laughs> yeah uh the the Paul Walker in that scene like is fighting the dude off and then like grabs the gun and has a moment where he's thinking he's like oh do I shoot him do I shoot him and then that's when Roman shows up and starts kicking him and he's like oh, oh I guess I'll oh, get rid of the gun and kick you and that's I was better, about yeah. to shoot you well they yeah <laughs> And then they just take turns <laughs> kicking this guy who they've beaten they've got somewhere they've got to be they can leave but they just kind of keep kicking. They tried to do a thing. They tried to do the this guy's so big he keeps trying to get up thing, but they didn't like give it enough time to for that to come across. So if you really look, you can see they kick him and then he gets back up and they kick him and he gets back up and they're like, man, this guy's huge. But like it just comes across <laughs> as like, fuck but it's, you, fuck it's, it's you. It's two man. on one. They have a gun. They have somewhere to be. It's just like and they just oh, made man. friends in the car. The guy was like, hey, that was you're, the real, you're a real good driver. You're a real Thanks, good driver, bro. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I also I also uh, filmed that little clip because it was like I loved the appreciation okay. that they were having a lot of fun, even though they're like, I still got to kill this guy. But woo, what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of the dialogue is improvised in this movie and i think it's just yeah. all those moments where they're in cars and just yelling things at each other you can, you can tell that like yeah a lot of it's improvised Thanks, you can tell the editors were like all right man we got a jigsaw puzzle today every time they came into work they're like how are we gonna piece this one together <laughs> a deep breath and a big mug of coffee yeah um i think roman mm-hmm. also um tyrese is doing the uh the brad pitt thing of just eating all the time and they I mention is, it. Yeah, they mention it, but I think it's proof that it works for anyone. Yes. No, it does. <laughs> I think for anyone. It's not just a Brad Pitt thing. I well, think, do you yeah. want to do you want to fill in the the audience with what you mean by the Brad Pitt thing? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh Brad Pitt specifically, well, in a lot of movies, but specifically Oceans, he's just always eating. And mm-hmm. it adds this like natural organic sort of quality to quality. his character. Yeah. yeah. And this is proof I think that it works for everyone and not just uh not yeah. Just well, and it's also the kind of thing, I mean, there's yeah. plenty of anecdotes and I don't think this is, you know, Tyrese specifically doing this, but there's plenty of anecdotes in movies where actors will find something to do 
while other characters are doing their lines and it pulls focus or it just makes the scene more visually interesting. Like off the top of my head, I remember uh magnificent seven Yul Brenner got really pissed because um, him and Steve McQueen are riding a stagecoach early on in the movie. And Yul Brenner's like closer to the camera. He's the bigger star. He's doing this, but Steve McQueen is like loading a shotgun and he's like shaking the shells near his ear. <laughs> and Yul Brenner, when he saw the movie was, pissed because he's like damn it he pulled the focus um seeing you asshole (laughs) yeah and it's like yeah if i if i think about this movie like there's infinitely more fun shit that tyrese does including at a certain point he just starts eating in every scene yeah and it just becomes Mm -hmm. you know and paul walker smiles a lot you know what i mean like it just adds a little something does tyrese continue to eat Roman, I guess. I don't know, actually. I can't remember. Or once he calms down. and I don't know, but he stays as, as likable, for sure. Fuck yeah. I, I gotta say, him eating the cop's burrito. Great. That one scene was like the highlight of this movie to me, <laughs> potentially. Because when he's done, he doesn't finish eating it. He's like halfway through it. And then he just kind of makes sure to touch all of it as he's putting it down. <laughs> just to be like fuck you like you're not gonna enjoy yeah. any of this <laughs> yes okay and all the scenes with them and the cops felt kind of timeless like it could have been from the God, 70s man. 80s 90s could have been anything where it's like hey man that's my lunch he's like nah it's my lunch now and he's like ah I can't do anything about it can I like the energy of those scenes was very like I don't know cop cop movie whatever I love uh, big gulp guy, big fan of the big gulp joke. He's great. He's great. But the guy who's his superior, awful. Like they they dug into a deep bag and picked out this guy from somewhere. Uh, fans of the show uh, Dexter would know him as Dexter's dad, but that's the only is he thing good I know. in that. Well, do you do you think it works though? He's, like because for me, I was like, oh, he's the dislikable cop. You know, because every time he was on screen, I was like, yeah, fuck you. He is going to eat your well, lunch. They, you know what I mean? It's the same movie. Because the other guy, the sweaty guy with the glasses from the first one, he, it's the same guy, same character. But that guy does it way better. And for mm. some reason, Bilkins be, ends up being chill. Also, Bilkins was like not cool in the first one. Oh, yeah. I stand Agent Bilkins for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, Big Bilkins. The, the, the other, the, F- the FBI fan. guy. Oh, the guy that shows up and he's like, hey, Brian. And it's like the oh, fuck moment. Yeah, and he's got the nice Hawaiian shirt when he walks in. Yeah. He's like, nice shirt. He's <laughs> I like, love that shirt. Yeah, it's my yeah. day off. And I was like, you get snazzy on your day off, Bilkins. Nice. Why do you uh, Why do you stand Bilkins, man? He's just, his, again, like the energy of just showing up on your day off, being like, I'm showing up in exactly what I'm wearing. <laughs> this is who I am. You called me during my time. You don't have any right to judge. Wonder, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I wonder if uh, Bilkins ever shows up again in the franchise. Is he just in these first two? Uh, I do not remember, actually. But just the way that he... Also, same vein as like street racing Indiana Jones. Like he's, you know... He's like the Donovan character or whatever else. He's like those secondary characters that kind of become whatever the story needs him to be. He's not in any of them. Yeah. He's just kind of like an audience member who gets to be in the movie. <laughs> like when the angry cop is watching them drive on the TVs, he's like, they're trying to get he's away. Like, <laughs> and he's just sitting there and he's just like, huh, I wonder what they're doing. Yeah, he's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, 
I'm just going to see this out. I'm kind of interested. Whatever. Well, that's what he is in this one. But in the first one, he's like, we're doing the raid. And Paul Walker's like, no, it's not the time. He's like, I don't give a shit. We're yeah. doing it. And then yeah, gets mad but- at him. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm I'm seeing is like I kind of wish he showed up in later ones because he does kind of they he shift does. him to be whatever you know that particular movie needs between the two of these because yeah he's like the he's the pressure in the first one he's the one who's like let's let's finish this up but like my superiors want results and you're like no um, and in this one yeah he's the one who's like he's a changed this is man fun. this is interesting he, he saw this experience with brian it changed him he's he's grown as yeah. a person he's like you know what life is more than than being police is 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 bilkins a good apple no they're no good apples <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist <laughs> um Woo. uh ejecto seats <laughs> love it like, why didn't Paul's work? Why? why? <laughs> you you spent why? You spent so much money to and like wrote in ejector seats and then just used one of them and then said, actually, we're not gonna do it, we're changing the plan. And then when it is a good time to use it, they just don't work because it's not interesting to do. This is so I fucking love, lame. I, it's such the, a letdown. The plot is so convoluted in the, the the motivations are so convoluted in this when he ejected the first guy. And then Paul Walker was like, oh, they've got Ava Mendez. I got to go save her. I was like, eject the fucker. What are we doing? Why Why yes, are you going there? Was, just go away with too. the money. Just leave with the money. Yeah. You know that he's going <laughs> to kill you when you go there. So just leave. I was like, yeah, show yeah. eject him, show up, and figure it out from there. I was like, why are you Yeah, adding a dude with a gun into that equation trying to get Ava Mendez out? Yeah, I was it equally was... confused. A dude who's way stronger than you also. <laughs> I will say, I you know, I it, I picked up on the fact when he's like, you got to have Tank and Nos. I was like, oh, ejector seat. Cool. Um, I didn't and know then what the, the fuck time, that meant. <laughs> well, I, so I picked up on I was like, rad, ejector seat. But I was like, are they going to cut a hole? Because I'm picturing, you know, James Bond, Aston Martin. Yeah, also, it, it really did like hit home. Oh, we're trying to turn Paul Walker into street racing. James Bond meets Indiana Jones. But... I kept wondering how the fuck are they going to eject him out of this hard top like car? Like did, did they install like a sunroof? Like is, yeah, like just maybe it just ejects him into the ceiling, knocks him out cold and then you shove him out the side. So when the first guy went shooting out the side, there was like this like delight in me. I was like, Ooh, that's how they did it. Like I was just excited. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good eject. And like the door flying off is crazy yeah. and awesome and then you cut to the next one you're like i want another and it's yes. just like now it, it felt like yeah it's like a double barrel shotgun no, and they fire no. off one you're like awesome and then they go for the other and it just misfires you're like oh well damn it it's a little like well, flag yeah. and it's just they bang the, yeah they do the checkoffs gun thing and then <laughs> they try to do it and it check off ejector seat they should have yeah i feel like they should have at least paid it off at the end like they're walking away and it goes and he's like and like knocks over Bilkins or something. Yeah, and like hurts somebody or whatever. Um, <laughs> and it hurts somebody. And it hurts somebody or whatever. Uh, the thing I do think that they take away from this movie and move into other movies is the kind of ludicrous action. Because, uh, pardon my French, the ludicrous action. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but the I was the, like, what are you talking about ludicrous action? That dude didn't drive at all. He didn't do shit. <laughs> no, no, no. But the jumping of the car... Uh, which I love. I actually really like this moment because Paul Walker's like, 
like I'm gonna go fast and and uh, <laughs> yeah and uh, Tyrese is like are you gonna do what I think you're gonna do and they've both got the crazy eyes on and they're like yeah let's fucking do oh it. <laughs> you mean at the end <laughs> yeah I thought you were talking yeah, about they, the uh, no the not the bridge well the drawbridge oh, yeah is pretty okay. fun too but no no at the end. Um, oh, and he's like, you're going to do some Dukes of Hazard shit, which yeah. also like flavors of James Bond. There's a, I think there's a couple where they do similar shit, like just jump improbable cars at improbable places. I fuck with it, man. I'm, I think it's rad. Oh, Dylan, do you remember Doom, the Doom movies with the, yes. uh, the you motorcycle? Should do one of those sometime. Oh, we yeah. absolutely should. And it jumps <laughs> off the bridge and there's the slow-mo as it turns into a, was it a submarine a or jet a jet ski? No, jet ski. Jet ski, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Love it's that shit. Wild. Um, I think in the second one, they rip off this movie, and I think they do jump because I felt like I'd seen this before. I think they jump from like the road onto a boat as well. I would not be surprised. Those would be good movies to watch. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, was there just an era of jumping cars on? I mean, it's cool. Yes. That's the, the biggest thing. The early two thousands was know? all about yeah, like ramps and extreme. Because CGI wasn't like quite good enough yet so it was like how far can we go mm. with these like practical stunts and i think it's coming around when the x games yeah. were blown up yeah it was all up. about like vertical bro yeah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> shocking this movie doesn't have uh a jet ski sequence they, it's it probably for the, the <laughs> best I mean, there are people where uh riding jet skis but like the characters never do a jet ski yeah. thing oh but there's like a weird statistic. A weird statistic? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a weird statistic where like movies that have jet skis in them are significantly poorly what rated than movies without Why? jet skis. Like on, on just the kind of movies that feel like they need to put jet skis in them are not good. What does that say about normally. Hitch? Because Hitch is great. Yeah, that's the only one that pops in my mind when I'm like, good movie with the jet ski sequence. And it's so short, and that's because it's not about the jet skis. It's just it's about, about them Will hanging Smith out. Smith kicking... Was that Ava Mendez, too? Yeah. Yes. It's just about Will Smith kicking her in I'm the I'm going to say yes, but I suddenly... Yeah, I suddenly feel really... Nervous about that call? Not sure. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to look it up. I'm going to say yes, hard yes. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll own it. I'm going to yes. not... Ava Mendez is in Hitch. Prove me wrong. Yes. No, she she is. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that, Matt, about the uh, jet God. ski thing. Because now uh, it is my sole purpose in life as a filmmaker to make a movie with Prove jet ski wrong. in it. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> Whoa, is guys, guess how rated. much Hitch made at the box office? A, li- a tiny amount of money. Nobody saw it. <laughs> Off a budget of fifty-five to seventy million, it made three hundred and seventy-one point six million. How did they spend seventy million dollars on that movie? Um, cast. I guess the cat. That? Yeah, Will Smith really like rakes all the in. above board stuff. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, he he's a cash cow. Um, okay. <laughs> if do you guys have anything else to say before we move on? Uh, I just wanted to bring attention to the the, the um, amount of cop cars at the end. It felt like Blues Brothers. <laughs> that they're all piling I up. I was just like, I'm, yeah, they just keep piling up, and then they round a corner, and there's a bunch more that they get to crash, and they just keep rounding a corner, and there's a new <laughs> slew of cop cars to get in at accidents. It was um, a lot. It was like, Goddamn Miami. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think that might be everything I had. I do want to go to a demolition derby at some point. That was cool. They're fun. 
I've been to one once. You've been to one? Oh, cool. Yeah, I'd say yes. <laughs> I'd say definitely do <laughs> yeah, that. I'd that say seems... yes. <laughs> I'd say yes. Uh, um, the title sequence, like the title animation, was interesting. Cool. It I was, thought it was uh, pretty it was, cool. It was a choice. It went on very long. Why? Why did the Universal logo turn into something like a rim with hydraulics? This movie has nothing to do with hydraulics. There aren't any cars with hydraulics that I remember seeing. Any cars with hydraulics? But, but in them. cars, Matt. Yeah, it felt like somebody was like cars, hydraulics. Yeah. let's pop it in there. Yeah, cars. It's very know. weird. Yeah, legit. Okay, let's talk about our okay. favorite frames and our favorite mm. fool. What are your guys' favorite shots or favorite shot from this movie? Oh, man. Um, full confession, I didn't write anything down. I took a lot of videos of this. Don't tell the audience that. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I have so many to pick this from. This is so embarrassing for uh, you. <laughs> Unprofessional. It's probably some shot of Roman looking longingly at Paul Walker. That's totally cool. Yeah. I like it. I have plenty, yeah. of, plenty to choose I'm... from as per my uh, take before. Mm-hmm. I'm split between, there's a couple of long shots on the highway of the two cars driving and yes. then just the sea of police behind them that are really Hell delightful. Yeah. And then there's a scene where, where Roman explains why he keeps eating. And they're on the pier and the sun is setting behind them. <laughs> and it's just really nice. And it's it's like one of the few really good shots, I felt like. That was a good shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good shot. It's pretty. And they just kind of, and it's the like one time that we really get to just focus on them. And they're not and walking. each other and not the mm-hmm. plot. Yeah. And uh, it's the little bit of a break that we get and where we get to have roman like have a character arc of some sort it's really short there. but it yeah. is there and he's the only one with one that i can I think, think that of. defines these movies really well for me is like uh there's a character arc it's short but it's there for most of them it's there <laughs> um yeah my favorite shot was right at the beginning there's a sh- the classic shot of the racers all lined up but it's of their faces and it's oh, shot and it on a really focuses. really really long lens so the space is compressed mm. like a bunch and it looked like a painting. It was wild. I was like, "That's a dope. That's a dope one." <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the one? They also shot that one backwards. They shot it backwards. They reversed it. They were like, they reversed the oh. footage because they couldn't get the timing right for some reason. So apparently, it was easier to do it the other That's way. Wild, cool. Thanks for that, man. You're yeah, like fucking trivia. Yeah, the IMDb yeah, trivia damn. right there for oh, you. Damn. <laughs> uh, okay. Who do you think the fool is, guys? Last week we we picked Paul. I mean Rome, Rome, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyrese Gibson. He's, he's, the he's got a good intro. Movie. Roman Pierce. He's the hothead. He, like you said, he has a little arc, a cute little arc. Yeah, um, and he has incredibly big shoes to fill huge. because there there is no Vin Diesel, and they're taking the franchise in a mm-hmm. different direction. They're taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Introducing a new character yeah. and giving him a ton of screen time. He's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. And I think he pulls it and off. He yes, he absolutely does. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm going <laughs> to Rome related, but 
uh, when they get to the impound lot and they're walking up to the like conspicuously parked Ferrari and Rome uh, whips his shirt off. First of all, ripped. Um, and punches the door and it's the classic joke of like it was unlocked the whole time. I can't remember what they say after that, but that was another moment that I uh, filmed uh, to document. I love that. I do not remember that. This movie goes so fast. It just doesn't give you time to remember it. Too fast, would you say? Dare I say too fast? <laughs> it dare, It dare seems we? like dare It we? seems like he's only really in this franchise because he was in uh a John Singleton movie right before John Singleton got the franchise or got Too Fast Too Furious. Um well, which thank I always, God. Yeah, thank God. I always love like I think that's what's so fun about the franchise as well is that new directors bring on the people that they like actors that they like to work with. So yeah. In the end you get this like conglomerate of like, like uh, Justin Lin uh, with Han. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm actually going to yeah. watch that one tonight because I need to cleanse Fuck, the palate. Me too. And I need to, Tokyo I need to revisit Drift? Tokyo drift uh, with yeah. a fresh mind, a quiet head, you know, uh, <laughs> 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 Zen, anyway, light some candles. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's it's uh, Rome. Uh, that's our fool. Um, it's Rome, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are we sure it's not Ava Mendes? If, if we need a runner-up. Bill Bilkins? <laughs> pretty. Yeah, I, runner-up for me would be Bilkins in this What movie. about Ludacris, though? The, his opening outfit's so cool. He's got the jumpsuit on. And... Oh, yeah, the mechanics jumpsuit. Yeah. It's a good look. Yeah, I just... The way that they present him in this movie is, oh, you're here because you're famous. True. Not you're here because you're an actor, and then Becomes he an actor. you know goes on to really cement himself yeah. just by yeah. being like, great. Does a good but, job, I'd say, for you know being essentially a celebrity cameo. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, yeah, no, he totally he brings great. it. Oh man, awesome! But I just don't think that he's given enough to like. I also quick quick fool. ludicrous thing. I appreciate that. Um, when they show up and there's the look at all this potential um, for the jet ski race, Ludacris is running bets. And so he's always hustling. He's like doing another thing. And if you look at the wad in his hand for that, it's a bunch of singles. So he's doing like these little mini bets when he's not doing these huge. Yeah. He just like literally they cut to him (laughs) and any little moment he can, he's like, I'll bet you for it. Like, I love that. Does that continue? Is that his thing? Does he just like, wager all the time uh i actually don't know i could not tell you um matt do you have an answer for that i do not know i don't think that really is a thing later (laughs) um yeah i I think they just kind of throw that out again this movie is like very on its own it's very isolated Mm -hmm. somehow tokyo drift is more cemented in the storyline than this one (laughs) we'll talk about that on a later date for some reason um, yeah, Rad. You know, uh, with that, unless you guys have, any, have anything else to say, um, oh, man. still upset they don't open that garage and never talk about it. <laughs> I just maybe just like ah, oh, no, it turned out to not be a good idea. Great, my questions are I mean, answered. At one point, please throw that in the new one. A, if you can. What was it? A cafe and movie theater? And we haven't talked about that in a few years. 
Well, everyone has those things, right? We all we all have those <laughs> things. We, we all have the like, well, I want to do this, I want to do that. But this is a very cemented thing of like, we're yeah, gonna we, do this. We also and didn't set it have up. we you stole know, money hundred large uh, strapped to our our skivvies while we uh, talked about that plan. A <laughs> hundred large, a hundred large, hundred large, hundred large, large. Well, uh, Matt, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on the show again. Thank you for having me. Of course, me. and thank you for taking us through this journey so far. Uh, we're only on episode two, but we. I'm so excited. It it is my pleasure. Do you have, really, do it you have is. any wisdom to share with us uh, for the next uh, Tokyo Drift, the crowning achievement on the Fast and Furious franchise? Um, I just you know keep your hearts open. I suppose. <laughs> Just accept it for what it is. Right. You know, meet it where it's at. Perfect. Uh, and you'll have a. You heard a it here time. first, folks. Just meet it where it's at. Keep your heart and your mind open when you watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. We will see you on the other side. Uh, and just remember the streets always win.